Outstanding. Another week of football, another week of the Russell. Oh, man, I just blanked. <laughs> nah, I mean, we can just keep it as that, right? You know, just another week. Oh, hope that's, how, that's how fantasy did me this week. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> I, I tied in the league. I got blown out in one league where I'm number one. I didn't make the playoffs with Lance, and we had such a decent team in the beginning. I fell apart in the middle. That's that's how I feel right now. I'm drawing a blank because of my fantasy team. But it doesn't excuse the fact that we need to provide good info, recap the week, starts and sits for next week as we start the fantasy playoffs for 2022. I'm your host, Steve Baby, here with the law usual and how you guys doing feeling good um a little gutted um earlier today news broke i think i, I don't i don't have the notes in front of me but it's probably in the news that my boy <laughs> ty is on the cowboys and it is in the news and i put andrew thinks this is funny I just think this is it, it was it, it when when I saw the news break I was like good for him <laughs> but but we'll we'll see if he, if that can get in the ball because that I, I don't know that ain't it <laughs> <laughs> leave that man alone you saw that last drive that guy ain't it I mean <laughs> y'all want to lose to the Texans no, one, one, ten and one. Yo, it was. Uh, I don't even know what to call it. No, if 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 Texans punched in that fourth and go. In in the last two minutes, whatever they win that game, hands down. Uh, but I regress. This week was this week was strange, including that game. But we got a jam packed show. We've got the news. We got studs and duds. We'll talk about all the craziness that happened when we have some starts and sits to finish out the show. And as usual, you know, wherever the conversation leads us. Mm-hmm. So we'll start off with the news. Go ahead, Lance. Yeah, so officially, there's no more bye weeks. Uh, everybody should be back in full strength. However, it's coming into the playoffs. So some of you might actually have bye weeks. You know, not playing in the playoffs. Not like the bye weeks. You got that first week off. Um, for all those who are starting the playoffs this week or next week, these next few weeks are going to be critical. So these injuries are just going to keep killing. But let's start off with the injuries. Debo had a bad-looking injury. They're saying it's a high ankle sprain, meaning he's probably going to be out a few weeks, um, maybe a couple weeks, two weeks, maybe, depending on how severe the sprain is and how quickly he's able to get back and do stuff. It, are the 49ers going to take Jerry Rice's advice and stop running the skill players up the middle? Or is Debo <laughs> going to be headed for another injury before the end of the year? Um, fantasy-wise, you're just hoping for another two, three weeks out. Saquon had a neck injury, very limited in the game, did not look very well. Although, none of the Giants looked good in that game. Uh, mm-hmm. I think all the injuries are starting to stack up there, and we're going to start seeing that New York team start to slide down. The Jets are at least making it look like they're not going to slide out of the playoffs, although they're also risking that as we go week to week. Um, backup quarterbacks that got hurt. We have Purdy. He's uh, He's got some injury. Huntley left with concussion. We'll have to pay attention to him. Pickett also left with concussion. Although he came back into the game, they pulled him back out. Uh, Mike White. Um, I don't know how that guy doesn't have two, maybe three collapsed lungs at this rate. <laughs> guy took a, a terrible-looking NFL blitz hit right in the middle of his uh, gut. Luckily, the defensive player didn't land on him with all his might, but that didn't stop him from tackling him with all his might. Um, it looked like a ragdoll out there, and I'm surprised he was able to come back into the game and play. They didn't win, but they were playing a tough post game. It was not going to be a pretty game. We saw what happened a few weeks ago when the Jets and the the Bills played each other. It was a tough, hard-fought game. The Jets won. This time it went the other way. Buffalo won. Players to monitor. Lamar Jackson 
got a PCL sprain. He's still probably out another two two weeks. Ken Walker's ankle. T. Higgins, his hamstring. He was day-to-day. He was supposed to be able to play. He tweaked it in warm-ups. And so if you got burned by leaving him in your lineup, like the guy I played against this week, that sucks to be you. Um, T. Higgins, keep an eye out on him. Pay attention to those warm-ups. Those guys still, especially the hamstring guys, they still pull stuff. Sutton didn't play hamstring. Harris, thigh, he's been out most of the year. Pierce, ankle sprain, pay attention to that. He played, but we'll have to keep an eye out. And we had a signing. The Cowboys decided to go with a wide receiver. It's just not the one you thought of. T.Y. Hilton, going to the Cowboys. Maybe catching balls? We'll see. He didn't catch, uh, he hasn't caught a lot of balls in the last two, three years. So, and that's the news. <laughs> that's the, that's the jump on that Cowboys, uh, signing. I mean, I don't know why you're signing another wide receiver when you can't even get the ball to your main wide receiver, right? CD Lamb was like no show, uh, uh, on Sunday, right? The, I think he was like four for 40 something and no touchdowns. You know, he, yep. like, like, he is, he's, uh, he's, 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 he's not a joke. Then, uh, you know, I mean, Jerry Jones and, and that coaching staff says, oh, hey, since we can't get the young guy in there, let's go play, let's go pick up a guy who's 33 or 32, you know, and hasn't played for a year. All right. So, <laughs> I mean, but the Cowboys are 10 and 3. I mean, what do you want me to say? Cowboys 10 and 3. However, you need to get it done, right? They right. just need to get into the playoffs so they can lose the game and then go home. Yeah, they need yep. to get to the playoffs and then, and then just lose first round like they usually do, right? The yep. usual. I'm not even getting my hopes up with all these good wins, guys. It's just they, I'm going to get let down. Mine, my daughter is calling me from upstairs. Yes! <laughs> That's right. We sure do love children on the show. <laughs> it's, it's a family show, everyone. See, baby always says it's a family show. We brought the family into it, right? Uh, well, let's keep it going. We'll get into the studs of week 14. These are a little... Uh, some of out of the ordinary, I will say. Top of the list, we've got Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts, usually here, Jared Goff, Cousins, Russell Wilson, for once in his this whole season, Patrick Mahomes, Geno Smith, and Brock Purdy, and Josh Allen. So, let's go off on Wilson. Is this? Go ahead. Is this something he can replicate? I don't think so. More, uh, much of what Wilson got, he, he had 250-plus yards. Going, right? He had three TDs that put him at, like, 30 points in most leagues. However, he had three TDs mainly because Kansas City kept turning the ball over. Patrick Mahomes had three interceptions himself. That defense really helped buff those stats up because if you looked in the win-loss column, they still did not win. They are eliminated from the playoffs. Um, Russell Wilson, I also think he ended up, um, getting a concussion. Um, yep. Yep. This is not necessarily going to be, uh, something he does week in and week out. We haven't even seen him do it up until this point. So that's not replicable. Um, Smith, Purdy, um, Purdy, his passing touchdowns, he had two for over 25 yards, but one of them was very underthrown to the point that the DB had one more second. He probably would have knocked it away if not intercepted it. Um, they, they were wide open scheme plays. Uh, but as we saw with Tua, the scheme plays don't work. Um, those timing routes don't work when you start jamming people at the line. And that's why you don't see Tua in the studs column this week. Yeah, I mean, for me, welcome to the NFL, Russell, right? You know, Broncos country, let's ride. And we, we, it took us, you know, 16 weeks to do it, but at least we're, we're on the pony, right? We're on the pony for him. Uh, <laughs> ain't no stallion, ain't no Bronco, but it's a, it's a pony. Um, unfortunately, you know, it ended with a concussion. He's in a concussion protocol. Uh, for me, if he gets out, um, going against uh, 
the bad Cardinals right now, he's my one and start of the week for quarterback just because I just I'm praying that he can replicate, you know, something of himself from last this this past week because he looked good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie, he looked good. Okay, he, he went 20, 23 for 36, 247, one um three touchdowns and one interception. You know, he ran four for 57, got himself out of you know, out of trouble in space, which you know usually what he usually do. You know, when he was in um uh, in the uh, in the Seahawks, right? So for him to you know, it took him 16 weeks, but he's here. Hopefully, let's let's pray for back-to-back performances from him. Again, if he comes out of um comes out of um, concussion protocol, but you know Russell Wilson is is a very a huge standout for the studs, right? Because he's been on the duds week in week out. We've been he's been on multiple sets, um, but big ups to him. Hopefully, he does it next week. Um, I love to see it. One big one is Trevor Lawrence. He's been balling these couple weeks. You know he went three three thirty uh three sixty eight. Three touchdowns, and he has he put himself with a a, a a rushing touchdown there. They're second in the AFC South. As the Titans are going down, the Jaguars are going up. They're five and eight, and um, the Titans are six and seven, I believe. So Doug Peterson is doing something with young quarterbacks, what he usually does, and you know, good big up to Trevor Lawrence. Hope he does that next week as well. As well, but you know. Good stuff from the from the quarterbacks this this uh, this uh, this week. Jared Goff, I mean, another one has been balling out five and one for, for, uh, five and one in their past six weeks. The Lions in total, mm. just, they're, they're, yeah. they're balling five. Yeah, five and one. I think it was it was the stat that last last six weeks. So they're they're creeping up there. Let me ask you two quick questions before we move on. Um... I can tell that Lance is on the side of caution with Russell Wilson and News is on the side of let this, you know, hopefully pans out and continues. Where do you see yourself when it comes to players that are kind of like Russell, as example, that, you know, they have a good week, you were hoping for this, and is it immediately, like Goose is saying, play them again? Or do you have to wait till they get some traction, maybe – two or three weeks because now you're messing with potentially your fantasy season, you know, your playoffs, you know, and someone like me, I have Russ and I have Kirk cousins. So it's almost like maybe you drafted, you know, Russell have a secondary quarterback. The secondary quarterback's been your main play. And now here you are, coming to playoffs and it's like well do i play russ or do i play a kirk cousins for example and that could be any position any player i don't know if that you know question made sense but hopefully you understood it to answer <laughs> yeah i honestly it uh, for me you know going to the the playoffs it's it's matchup based now you know what i mean like when you when we first had uh in the beginning of the uh fantasy season is the same thing right we, we have abundance of players that are healthy and then you want to play the, the most optimized lineup, and it's just matchup based at that point. And then now we're 16 weeks in, we're in the fantasy playoffs, and we've seen what these defenses can do. We see what these offenses can do, um, and you're trying to just give you, you know, the best opportunity to win your your, your game is week to week, because every week from now on is your last week if if you lose, right? So for me, like like certainly like like for example, uh, Russell Wilson. Yes, am I hoping for him to play again like that against the Cardinals that have been really bad? Yeah, because you you have a guy that, you know, a defense that's been putting up uh, other players, other teams have been putting up massive points against. So, um, but if, like, who, you said you had, like, Kirk Cousins, right? Another yep. one, if it was me, if I had Kirk Cousins or Russell, I'd probably go with Kirk Cousins because they're playing the Colts, and the Colts just got smacked up by the Cowboys two weeks ago, right? So, it's 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 tough. Lance. Yeah, you gotta, you, you gotta, uh, knowing your gut, right? How, how did you pick these players to start with? Did you make a, um, did you make a, a, a dialogue? Did you make a, uh, a, a stat sheet on what they were doing stat wise? Were you playing, were you picking people based on what their projected totals were? Or were you going off of stuff like 
what you know about the player yourself. So, so trust yourself or trust the stats, but do one or the other. Cause you're going to, you're going to backtalk something, but you'd rather not do one thing the whole year and then switch it up right before the playoffs and then hate yourself for switching it up. At least if you were making bad decisions the whole year based on your own knowledge on how somebody was doing it and you do it again, you only have yourself to blame, but you're going to beat yourself up more if all of a sudden you become a stat, a stat slave, as they call them. Um, mm. That that's not you don't want to switch it up this late in the game. You can switch it up between years and years. Certainly go with the ranking. What is it? The ranking uh, ranking slaves they call it, not stat slaves. The ranking slaves. If you go with the yeah. rankings and, and you're a slave to the ranking, then stick with the rankings. But if you're you're going based off of the intangibles, what you see on film or what you've seen in the game and highlights, well, then that's what's going to help you. So for me, I didn't like Deshaun Watson last week because I watched him play in that game, and it was horrific. And so I wanted to stay away from Watson as, as much as possible this week. I left in Geno Smith, and Watson was on my bench. Ended up working out. Uh, Geno outscored Watson. Watson didn't put up terrible numbers. He put up 18. 276 and one touchdown, but he had one interception again. So only the one touchdown against the Cincinnati team that's very vulnerable. Um, and, and that helped me out. Had I switched it the other way, I would have been kicking myself for not going with the way I normally pick my players. Very true, very true. All right. I think I said I had another question, but we're going to move on. We'll save that for another week. I have it in the back of my vault. So, running back studs this week. Jerry McKinnon, Miles Sanders beating up the Giants, Christian McCaffrey, Tony Pollard here once again, Austin Eckler, uh, Derrick Henry, J.K. Dobbins, and Josh Jacobs. So, we've talked about Pollard already. Um, The two guys at the top really are surprising. And welcome back, J.K. Dobbins. So. Either you guys want to j- touch on Jared McKinnon, Miles Sanders, or J.K. Let me touch on D- J.K. because he was somebody I drafted uh, late in the draft, trying to take his potential, and then I remembered, oh, we've got Lamar Jackson on the field, and between his injuries, not coming back, and also when he did come back, he was injured and also not exactly featured because Lamar Jackson. Um, he just wasn't a play, but with Lamar out for another week or so, J.K. may be good in that position. You saw what he was able to do with Huntley as the quarterback for a few quarters and even with the other backup. So they're going to be able to get him the ball because they don't have a running quarterback. So he's going to get his number called as opposed to the quarterback calling himself. So for Dobbins, that's a big up for the next couple of weeks. So if you've got him on your bench or if he's still sitting out there in the waiver wire, get him. Um, get them in your lineup if you've got a flex or if you've got a problem with your RB2. Ooze, you want to touch on either the other two? I know you have Miles Sanders in one team. Yeah. I will say for myself, Jerry McKinnon, I played him in one league, benched him in another. So I've mm. reaped some rewards and not in the other. Yeah, I think I think most of it for me, again, because it's Miles Sanders, um, because he, his shakiness – and non-consistent self of the Philadelphia um, Eagles not running the ball as much because their running back is their their RB one is um, Jalen Hurts, the RB two is Jalen Hurts, and then the RB three is Miles Sanders, right? Because it's either they pass the ball um, a, a ton or Jalen Hurts runs the ball a ton, right? So they finally used them. Um, to be honest, I appreciate that because. Uh, Miles Sanders and um, we'll talk about in the wide receivers. Justin Jefferson won me a lot of money uh, this past Sunday. Thank you. Um, crazy. I thought I because of the weather and stuff like that. I up being up north, cold, everything like that. I knew they're going to run the ball. Um, I didn't know they're going to run the ball that much. I didn't know he's going to you know beat on the Giants that much. Right. Uh, Seventeen rushes for one forty-four, two touchdowns. Um, absolutely crazy of a game, just just a you know throbbing you know on on, on the Giants. Um, they they don't look like a what seven to four team or whatever saying or eight or four whatever they are. They're better than the Colts, but um, 
they, they don't look like it, right? So for me, Miles Sanders is a big, you know, sore eye type of thing, you know, in the studs. Hopefully he doesn't next week again um, against the Bears. I, most likely the Bears are home. Weather's supposed to be nasty. Um, another start of the week for me again for them uh, for Miles Sanders. Um, you know, going to, going into the playoffs, this could be a very sneaky sneaky uh, play for everybody because in most in most leagues he's probably a flex more or RB two, but let more than more than a, uh, he's more most likely a flex player in most people's leagues. All right. Let's keep it going. We got these wide receivers. Jared Judy at the top of the list. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill. Welcome back, Jamar Chase and Mike Williams. DJ Chark going off. Juju, a name that you we haven't heard in a while. Marquise Goodwin, Zay Jones, and Chris Moore because Nico uh, Collins was out and the Cowboys almost let the Houston Texans win. So. Um, let's start with Jared Judy. We can go to Mike Williams after that and anywhere else you guys want to go. But, uh, Uz, why don't you talk to Jerry Judy? I know you have him on a team. I mean, I have him paired up with Russell Wilson, right? Like, you know, you, if, if you know me, if you know what we did in, like, in our mock drafts, I had him, you know, um, we paired him up in, in most leagues, in most fantasy draft leagues, um, our mock drafts. Because I thought it was the best value there, you know. What I mean, Russell was going uh, somewhere around eight, and then you have Jared Judy going somewhere like two, three. Um, so, like, you know, picking them up is a double touchdown. I thought, and this week was the only week that we've seen it. Right again, Russell Wilson is the only time we see him go over twenty points. Uh, I think that's his second second time going over twenty points. Jared Judy finally, you know, reaping the 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 fruits of you know. Russell Wilson's labor now, you know, he went eight, eight catches for 73 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, we, we were looking for this, right? Between Jared Judy and Curtin Sullen having a, a, a Super Bowl winning uh, Russell Wilson. No, <laughs> I don't know why. Huh? Wait, did Russell Wilson win the Super Bowl? No, he lost that Super Bowl, right? He no, won, he won, won one, lost one. one. He First won, one, then lost. lost the next one. Okay, yeah, okay. That's let's just making sure that like yeah, he won one. Like, <laughs> yeah, they beat but yeah. the Broncos. Yeah. Um, Broncos. Well, yeah. So again, like you know, finally just getting the production from the quarterback as he should. They paid him two hundred fifty mil plus, guaranteed. So this is the numbers that we drafted Jerry Judy for. Him being injured for the past two weeks didn't help, but you know, welcome back, Jerry Judy. Lance, you want to talk to any of these guys? Mike Williams, Juju, DJ Chark, Goodwin, Zay Jones. Uh, yeah, so Juju, right? Uh, Juju had a good game, um, but I, I just don't know how replicable it's going to be, especially coming over the next few weeks. Uh, Kansas City is playing a tough, tough few weeks against a bunch of teams with passing defenses that are on the tougher side, including technically seeing Denver again. Uh, week 17, um, and we saw what he just did to Denver, which Denver wasn't able to stop him. Um, Juju, however, he had a, a stretch of three games where he was really good, but beyond that, it was a bunch of low-scoring, single-point games um, for the rest of the season, including some weeks where he was injured. So Juju had a great week, which is great, but we want to see that continuing and I just don't see that with the tough defenses coming up. I feel like I uh, I wrote this elsewhere. I was just going to say I remember in the beginning of the year all these offensive shifting uh, of personnel and Juju landed here and you just didn't know who the number one was going to be. So you know my advice was just draft a piece of you know the Kansas City offense. I think that still remains true, maybe even going to next year. But if it, they're not named Kelsey, don't expect much. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not touching anybody if it's not Kelsey next year. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a year where you could have Tyreek Hill and uh, Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, and then maybe get Mecole 
later on as your fourth or fifth. But no, I don't think that's the way their game plan works anymore. Correct. And this is the guy that you would go for an argument. I would say maybe, like in like maybe if you didn't do it already, Sky more. There's there's been some flashes of him, but we'll just hope that like you know he comes on second year next year. I mean we're looking for that you know sophomore you know blow up, uh, and Sky Moore could be that person, could be the next Juju. I I've seen like a little bit of him here and there. He's very fast, um, almost like a Tyreek Hill if like fast, and he could be it. But if he's not progressing as you know as he should. It's just Travis Kelsey, Pat Mahomes, Isaiah P- uh, Pacheco, whatever his name is. Um, and that's where the three Kansas City plays I'm, I'm dropping. All right, we've got tight ends. Leading the pack, this is one of the biggest, uh, highest scoring tight ends this year besides Kelsey. Evan Ingram with 162 receiving yards and two touchdowns for a total of 33 fantasy points and half-point PPR. Um, I know Doug, we've said it before, Doug Peterson likes to use his tight ends, and it was like, uh, you know, game of the year for Evan Ingram for some strange reason. Um, He had a decent week last week and maybe a decent week a couple times before, but other than four weeks you know he hasn't done much but then this week it was like let me just have all my fantasy points in one week uh, um so he went off uh, i picked him up in the team me and lance share too little too late because we probably are not going to make the playoffs we had a one percent chance going into the weekend and i doubt that has changed but um other than that anoku uh and joku and Knox. Yeah, I mean, we're really not worried about. I mean, the only person that really stand out ish for me is Evan Ingram. <clears throat> um, I actually did draft him um, in one of my leagues um, for a sleeper uh, type pick. Didn't pan out as much as I thought, but I feel like as Trevor Lawrence gets better, Evan Ingram gets better with him um, because obviously the quarterback play gets better, everybody else around him gets better. We see that with DJ Shark. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so, also, factoring that the Jags has a, have a chance to make the playoffs. So, they're going against a mediocre, yes, mediocre Dallas Cowboys team next next week. Whoa. Um, Whoa. <laughs> the, the Dallas Cowboys have been exposed since they played the Colts. The, Col- the Colts, the Colts didn't lose to the Dallas Cowboys. The Colts lost to the Colts. Okay, we <laughs> we were down one going to the half. Had the ball, could have scored to go up in the half, and then we just threw. Then Matt Ryan with no zip, no arm, starts throwing interceptions after interceptions after interceptions. Okay, we, obviously the, the this Cowboys team is very mediocre defensively. You had the backup to the backup in Driscoll playing balling. Smiling on the field uh, on this past Sunday, almost should have won the game, didn't win the game, and now you have Trevor Lawrence that has had some confidence. Uh, Peterson putting some confidence in him, putting some confidence in the team. One game back in in the AFC South, win the game again. Anything can happen now. So for me, Evan Ingram could could definitely benefit from that. The defense of the Cowboys didn't show up last week. Could. Hey, could do the same thing this week. Uh, I think that you guys went all through fourth quarters with no sacks. I, I mean, I, it, it was insane. No sacks. The one thing that we yeah. saw in the game with Evan Ingram was not only were they playing against Tennessee, which has a very sus, uh, extremely sus uh, defense. I think they're 29th against uh, tight ends. Um, and Peterson was actually lining Ingram out as a wide receiver for one of the touchdowns. Um, he wasn't lined up against the line. He was the furthest one out there, and he just ran off. It was just a bad coverage matchup. Um, and Tennessee's defensive coordinator and their defensive team is just not smart enough to make the adjustment. 
Um, so Ingram is able to eat off of that, but I don't expect them to be able to do that week in and week out. They play Dallas next week, which is a little tougher against tight ends. And they've got New York Jets and Houston, which is not exactly tough against tight ends, but at least tougher against quarterbacks. Um, so still could be an issue for Jacksonville, unless Peterson has actually figured out how to unlock Ingram and how to unlock that relationship between Ingram and Lawrence. So that'll be interesting to see over the next three, four weeks. But in four weeks, week 18, they play Tennessee again. Could be another big game for Ingram, but it could be useless for you unless your playoffs end on that week and that you're, that's your championship week. And words of the wise, never have that happen ever. That week 18, just stop your fantasy week 17. All right. I'm going to disregard everything who said about the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I'm going to disregard it. We'll go to these duds, QBs. Um, honestly, only have two. Might miss someone, but Huntley, because obviously Lamar was uh, injured. And you were hoping for some running capability. You know, you got to start somebody. Tua. And Derek Carr. Tua, oh, Tua's a dud. He should not be scoring the same amount as Sam Darnold. <laughs> Very true. And Tom Brady, know. we're not going to mention as a dud anymore. He just—it's just the dud of the season. He's just not playing well. As their projections go down, I like kind of fade them as duds because he's very close to his projection, but his projection is down by Jared Goff, Daniel Jones, Mac Jones. Like mm-hmm. Tom Brady is not the same anymore. Unfortunately, yeah, Tim was Wilson. projected to get 21. He didn't get anywhere near that. He only got 13. And then your leagues where you've been riding that Miami Dolphins offense that really hurts you in the last two weeks. They're two bad yeah. games in a row. And it looks like they might have figured out how to stop Tua, stop Tyreek, and stop Jer- uh, Waddle. Bump them at the line, play press coverage. Don't let them get their timing going. But we'll keep it moving. We'll go to the running backs and wide receivers now. Um, we have Barkley, who had the neck problem. Uh, both James Cook and Dalvin Cook. He hit me with Carter and Nick Chubb. So, you know, Lance, we've got Barkley. Um, he was looking like a great pick early on. Now he's kind of just kind of average points. Uh, I mean, what do my, you see there with Barkley? I was, I was just interjecting, mind you, he was going into this week doubtful. Then Wednesday, Thursday, Daryl said he's good to play. So I, I don't feel like he was 100% this week. Right, but if you see him in the lineup, he's kind of in that spot now where you're like, you start him almost no matter what. Yeah. Um, and now the question is, well, does he deserve that kind of recognition or is this somebody you actually need to think of putting into your flex and pulling out if you see some issues coming in the warm-ups? And I'd say he is, um, mainly because of the rest of their offense, not necessarily him. Um, Daniel Jones is not able to do what he was doing earlier on in the season. The Giants defense isn't exactly holding it down like they were earlier on. The team is going in the wrong direction, and that doesn't spell a lot of run and a lot of run um, fantasy-wise explosive plays for uh, Barkley, where he was seeing stuff a little bit differently earlier on in the season. Injuries are catching up with him. Late in the season is catching up with him. And also remember, Barkley hasn't played a full season in a couple of years. Um, similar to Geno Smith, people are wondering, is his, is his arm getting tired this late in the season? He didn't have a great game this past week. Is it because this is the most he's thrown in three, four years? And that could just be Barkley. This is the most he's thrown in three, two, three years. So you think are fatigue, you... fatigue it's, it's getting to him? Fatigue's at least getting to him, if not the rest of the team is also injured, hurt, and just not not as energized as they were earlier on. So let me ask you both this. You've got, if you're a fancy owner who's going into the playoffs, you've got Barkley, and he's against Washington, Minnesota, and Indy. 
are you potentially benching him if he's, you know, playing, not injured, obviously, in any of these games? No. Absolutely not. Because, one, the Giants have to go for it because, you know, they're second in division. Um, sorry, they're third, third. In, third in division. Um, they, but they also have a chance to make the playoffs. Um, yeah. So, a uh, big win. They need a big win from the Commanders since they tied last time. Um, they need a big win from from the uh, Vikings because that's a conference game that both in NFC uh, and then again the Colts they don't they don't lay down for anybody so they need to win that just to get another game in to give them a chance to make the playoffs so I think with that being said I think yesterday was a day um, that proves that that he was going in doubtful. He probably told coach on Wednesday when after the two-day rest said, "Hey, I'm good to go." They said Thursday he's going to play, and it, you know, obviously he wasn't 100%. Played mediocre. Uh, hopefully he has another couple of days of rest and comes back again for the Commanders game because they need that game. Um, so for me, you, you start him. If he's if, is what Lance said, you know, he's the type of player no matter what that if he if if he says he's active. He's slotted in. He's locked in my number one spot. Lance? I have him on my, uh, this week to watch and sit. If he's injured, if, if you're not getting a good feeling from him, do not play him. We know what he did two weeks ago against Washington. He had 18 points. It was very good for a running back. Um, however, we saw what he just did against Philadelphia, and Philadelphia actually has a worse run defense statistically even with the two guys that they just signed, Sue and the other guy. Um, but you saw what they were able to do against the hobbled Bark. He's hobbled again. Washington's defense isn't that um, bad against the run. And it's going to be another tough divisional game. So if he wasn't able to do that against the Eagles, I can't imagine he's going to be able to do it against Washington. Indianapolis and Minnesota are, are different questions. This defense is totally different. Minnesota being atrocious, Indianapolis – what are they even playing for? They might just be testing out rookies by that point. Um, so <laughs> next week, you got to really watch, is he is he healthy going against Washington? That's that's the one I would question. They might be testing out rookies at that point, huh? We're out here, tank, tank. I don't know who to tank for, right? Like, <laughs> you, can't even, you can't even put the hashtag in anymore because you don't know who to tank for. You know, well, you guys need so many different positions. No, nah, I, I, to be honest, I don't think. Okay, <laughs> relax. Okay, relax over there. I don't, <laughs> what? This team has been built. This team has been built to win for the past five years. We've had five different quarterbacks at, like to this past five years. We have a different quarterback every single year. They fired the head coach and haven't given a, a consistent quarterback in 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 half a decade. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Oh, that was. That was your owner's uh, understanding that you just plug and play. Nah, they read some bogus ESPN article, and they were like, hey, crazy. You just put whatever quarterback you want in." Matt and Ryan, we see how Carson Wentz, we see Phillip the diminishing returns on that. Jacoby Brissett and Andrew Luck, five years, one year each. He had. All right. Washed, 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 <laughs> and he was supposed to be. The, and then the last one was supposed to be the greatest of all time. Couldn't do it because the former GM had him killed on the field every single Sunday. We're going to move on to these wide receivers, or we'll sit here and talk about the Colts all night. Um, we've got Diggs. Welcome to the Colts uh, roster. <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh, Diggs, who I say, you know, could be because of the weather. Yo, we've got CD. Huh? Yeah, he, he had a, a sauce storm, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> also got hurt. We've got CD, who's on the studs one week, does the next. Amari Cooper, it could be a Watson issue, I'm thinking. I don't know. what. We'll I be think he tweaked his hip, too. He played, but he had a tweaked hip. Yeah. Um, Christian Kirk, uh, Mike Evans, and I have a question about him. Once I'm done this list, Gabe Davis, I got a question about him, and MVS, and probably – some other guys, whoever you want to bring up after this. But two main questions here. Mike Evans, are you guys drafting him next year with or without Brady? 
the question should be with or without that head coach um, and Brian Leftwich, uh, Byron Leftwich. Don't get me wrong, Byron Leftwich was a, a semi good Jacksonville, and I have to put that in there, Jacksonville quarterback. Um, but what I've seen out of this offense uh, has not been great. Um, you, you blaming Tom Bowles for that? I'm blaming it. Yeah, I'm blaming the defensive guy. I saw him on the Jets. I know how terrible his offense is going to be. Yeah, I'm blaming Tom Bowles. Of all people that should be able to talk about Tom Bowles, it should be Jets fans. Okay. That boy I, I does not know anything about his I, offense. And just because he doesn't know anything about the offense doesn't give him a free ride on, to have the worst offense in the NFL. Hold on. Before you start – How do you have Tom Brady on your team and you guys can't score more than like seven first, points for the last three before weeks? Before you start spilling your vinegar – Okay, on this man, Todd Bowles. Yes, he's a defensive coach with a bad offensive mind. But remember, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers changed every single thing. Oh, no, didn't change anything. Sorry, didn't change anything. The only thing they changed was the head coach, Todd Bowles, which he was already there. Okay, so the offensive coordinator hasn't changed. The only thing that's changed is Tom Brady's age. Okay, for me, for you to blame well, the offensive line, the offensive line is horrific. It's not if, that, if there's two, if there's an if, offensive line that I would not want to be game, for, if you watch that game, Indianapolis Colts and Tampa Bay, I don't no, want to be behind either one no, of those. They no, if you watch that speed. game yesterday, it had nothing to do with play calling. It had everything to do with Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Father Time. I'm sorry to say to people out there that love Tom Brady, Father Time has called Tom Brady. Washington. Okay. Hashtag Washington. Because this guy <laughs> was throwing ducks. He, the interception he was thrown, like he had Mike Evans open in in, in the uh, in the uh, in the end zone, and he threw it behind him and on the ground. Like that's not the Tom Brady we knew. Like this man went to go look at the the uh, he, the interception after he threw an interception in the mid. And I think it was like at the twenty, he looked at the iPad and said, "Just slammed it on the floor," because he knew he, it was his fault. I don't think it's Todd Bowles because the and I because of again I said. The only thing that changed was the head coach. Offensive coordinator still there. Tom Brady's still there. Tom Brady's just been bad this season. That's all it is. I don't even know how we got on this when I asked the question about Mike Evans. But... No, because you say, are you drafting with or, with, uh, with or without Tom Brady? Am I, am I drafting him with Tom Brady? Probably not as early as he's got, has, has been going for the past two, three seasons. And if it's without Tom Brady, still the same, it's probably the same, same same area, like. So you're gonna plug in a different quarterback with the same defensive mind coach who couldn't get any wide receivers over a thousand Lance, yards. In any it's of the same teams. offensive coordinator. It's not the offensive coordinator. The head coach is in charge of the offensive coordinator. You guys give these guys passes. What? Because he's defensive coach. He has nothing to do with the rest who's of the call- team. Lance, who's calling the plays? Not Todd Bowles. He never. Not Todd Bowles. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's calling the plays if they got no good schemes. They got a whole week to prepare for this. Todd Bowles not putting his hands in there. No, that's no, obviously it's a, a problem. It's the same scheme that he had last year with with uh, with what, If what your issue is not scoring points, working harder on the defense isn't going to fix that. And that's what we're talking about. This is fantasy. Ain't nobody's talking about Tampa's defense. We're talking about Mike Evans. So if he's not going to put his hands in to make Tom Brady better this year, this year, which affects Mike Evans, that's not going to affect Mike Evans next year either. The guy's still not going to put his hands in on the offense, just like he didn't do for the Jets. I'm sorry. You put a different coach in there, maybe we get a different result. But I'm not saying that Tom Brady isn't washed. I'm not saying Tom Brady isn't an issue. But you know what also is the issue? Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles not being a defensive coach. Todd Bowles letting him walk away with whatever he was doing in the Lance, middle. I was understand it, your cars, hurt. Was it going through the divorce or was I understand your hurt. To get his money back from the Bahamas because he invested in Lance, FTX? I understand all those your things, hurt. All those things are the head coach's job. Sleep in That's what he should have been doing in the offseason is getting Tom Brady under. Tom Brady's under contract. What is that boy telling you he's going to take a week off in the middle of the, the season. Why is Tom Bowles fault? Because maybe Tom Brady wasn't there for two weeks. That's Tom Bowles' fault? Yeah, he's the head coach. That's Tom Bowles' fault. He should have cut Tom Brady if he was going to leave for two weeks. You need to sit there and tell any other veteran, tell any other person on your team, yo, you got to be here. But Tom Brady, he don't. 
Tom yes. Brady don't got to be here. Why? Yes. Because he won a Super Bowl yes. two years I, ago. I, I understand. I understand the Cowboys hurt you for years. I understand. No, what I'm saying what is, you're just doing here, here is telling me is, that that Matt Ryan's not the issue in Indianapolis. It's a, it's the rest of the coaching staff, but it's the issue Tom Brady here. No, Matt Ryan's walked too, and so was Philip Rivers. And so was Carson Wentz. Did you guys keep putting in the worst quarterbacks possible because you think, <laughs> oh, we've got an offensive coordinator. Oh, we've got an offensive uh, a head coach, and this is going to work out. No, it's not going to work out. Sometimes the head coach is the problem. And Mike Evans ain't going to get any better without a different head coach. Uh, I wish I never asked this question, but it is comical. <laughs> All right. Tom Bowles, you know where I live. Yeah, you got you got you got you to gotta... – you gotta throw hands with Todd Bowles because that man hurt you so bad. You, he got he got some deep <laughs> deep scars on you, dog. This man played the whole thing. <laughs> he played the whole thing. On Todd Bowles. Tell, tell me whose whose job is it to tell Tom Brady? No, you can't just leave in the middle of training camp. You need to come if, back. If if he has, is that the offensive coordinator's job? Mind you, this man's supposed to be retired. Not- he came Ted back. would have told him, no, you know what? He didn't come back. I don't think Nate the Great would have been the one telling him. Lord have mercy. So the same thing here, right? And if that's the case, look, everybody could have seen this in, in the the fact that Tom Brady decided to retire and then come back after 40 days. Everybody should have seen this is something wrong with this guy. Who who decides to retire and all of a sudden is coming back? We should keep our hands away from him. And I, I should have said that to myself. Like, me and me and uh, Andrew should have stayed away from Mike Evans, should have stayed away from Tom Brady, but we were we were buying into the slide. We were buying into the fact that Tom Brady did so well last year, still in a, in a worse offense than the year before, and now the offense has gotten even worse. Uh, to be honest, right, after this, I, I was paying attention. I got a video for you in, 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 the, in the chat about this argument because it, it, it's exactly what's going on right now and it's I, it just made me think about it how to go get it and, and put it in the chat. Wait, which, which stud of a running back came from Tampa this week? Rasheed White. Did we have a stud from Tampa? I think. I mean, I mean what, both, what did he put up this week? I mean, I think both of them were, were trash but I think I think it was actually Lenny. Yeah, both of them are trash. That must be Tom Brady's fault. I guess Tom Brady was supposed to Lenny run the had, block. Lenny had seven, and, and Rashid had like 7.5. So, yeah, they were both trash with it, like I said. <laughs> so, All right, we're going to move on. Let's move on because, hey, like, we're moving to the Tom Bowles has got this man hurt, people. And, like, you know, we got to put a hashtag up or something like free Tom Bowles or something like, you know what I mean? Cause, free Tom Bowles. Because <laughs> this guy got Send him to Denver. Oh, <laughs> let, my Lord. So he can let Russ cook. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So we're not going to spend much time on the tight ends either. It's the usual uh, crapshoot show here. But Mark Andrews, probably the quarterback play. Uh, yeah, they had two quarterbacks and, in that, on that game. I, 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 got, yeah. I got a report. I forgot who... who what kind of common name that they came up with? But I was like to my friend Leah, I was like, like who is this quarterback that I'm getting the update that's going in the game? Like what happened? To, what happened to Hunt, like Brent, uh, Brent Hump, Huntley, whatever his name is? Like, he got hurt too. Yeah. Yep. Lord have mercy. There was a there was a point where like Huntley got hurt, Pickett got hurt, and I think some other quarterback got hurt all around the same way. Yeah. And then Trubisky goes going in too. Yeah. It was something weird like that, but. We had Mark Andrews and Kittle. He was near his projection, but four points from a draft pick that high, still, you know, a bust. So. And again, like for for Kittle, it's it's like an up and down. It's a roller coaster for him. Um, I mean, this this Brock guy has not. For for me, what I've seen in red zone and stuff, he hasn't been playing bad. You know, he just doesn't see. Uh, Kittle as much, you know, he he loves the outside. Like Brandon Ayuk was catching balls left and right from this kid. Um, I think he checked down the Kittle like once or twice. So I mean, he just it's a shame because he's only star quarterback. So you know, there's too many targets. I mean, you got yeah. Kittle, you got you, you got Debo, and then Debo, you got yeah. Who's supposed to get the ball? Yeah, it, it was. It, I mean, to be honest. These guys got abundance of riches over there. It's absolutely insane. Like, 
Debo went down, it, it seemed like nothing changed. Well, right? Like, it seemed like nothing changed yep. in that game. Like, yep. Debo who? It just kept on moving. So, I don't know. All right. Starts in six for week 15. Uh, Ooze, why don't you go first? Lance will wrap it up, and we will end this show. Sure thing. We talked about before. My first start of the week is Russell Wilson. If he comes on out of a concussion protocol in time for for Sunday's game, um, like I said, well, he had three touchdowns, one interception, two forty-seven, um, complete. I think fifty-five plus of his balls. It's the Russell Wilson of old. Is the Russell Wilson that why we drafted him? Um, and the matchup this week is kind of juicy for him to replicate this past. Um, performance of his but again if he passes concussion protocol um in time to make the active roster on i think they have to pass it by thursday so but for backup trevor lawrence trevor lawrence is playing great football for the past couple weeks you know he had four touchdowns last week three three um three passing one rushing uh 300 plus rush 350 plus rushing uh passing yards um and then this week he's playing um he's playing the Cowboys. Like I said, defense hasn't been playing well. They're they're deep the Cowboys defense is declining while the Jags offense is um climbing up. Uh, hopefully I think that game's at one o'clock. I think they might even flex that yep. game. I mean they, they might flex that game to be honest if they if they haven't done it already. Um because if the Cowboys if, if the Jaguars beat the Cowboys one is a knockdown for the Cowboys in the division. Two is a knock up for the Jaguars in the division. So playoffs um, contention is hot and it's going around everywhere, right? So um, going on to the running backs, hey, Miles Sanders, 144, two touchdowns. Um, the Eagles are just rolling right now, playing the Bears next week in cold weather. Same thing that they did in um, – in MetLife, right? Cold weather meaning they're going to run the ball a little bit more. Uh, the defense coming off a bye, um, playing the cold weather for the Bears. Let, let's see how that happens. Let, let's see how their defense uh, wakes up against a hot 11 1 uh, Eagles uh, offense. But for me, the Eagles offense is hot. Nick's already got these guys rolling. They're they're playing playoff ball in, in December right now. So uh, Miles Sanders going for a back to back great week. For my betters out there, do another uh, Miles Sanders plus 70 yards rushing. I'm, I'm looking for him to do that and have at least a touchdown again, right? So uh, great start of weeks. You know, most like like I say, uh, like I said um, earlier in the show, most people have Miles Sanders as a flex. If he's a flex move in your wide, um, running back two, and then you free up a flex spot for someone else that can potentially get um, bigger uh, bigger numbers for you. Um, Jameson Will Williams came back. Act- got activated this week from the Lions. Again, stat that we said earlier, the Lions are 5-1 and one in the past six weeks. He only caught one ball, though. He only caught one ball, uh, four touchdowns for 41 yards. Look for him to, you know, get more uh, involved in the offense. It's the same thing I did, same thing I talked about with Deshaun Wilson, right? Um, Deshaun Watson, sorry. Uh, his second week in, in, in NFL, haven't played in it so long. Got a little bit better. One touchdown. Did have an interception, like Lance said. But 247. Got a little more comfortable. Same thing with the rookie, right? Rookie just got activated off IR. Him coming in. Get a little more comfortable. Hey, Goff, trust him a little more. Fast outside receiver. Have Hopefully get him more yards and include that touchdown again. Um, for my tight end. Start of the week. I did have Evan Ingram, but I did see that we talked about it. The um, Steelers, Pat uh, Firmerth, had a touchdown, a couple yards this week. Uh, they are playing the Panthers. Defense hasn't been playing that well for the Panthers. Look for Matt, Mitch Trubisky. I think he's going to start this week. That's his man. We had him in the beginning of the season, had him a little couple of touchdowns. Didn't go, didn't uh, pan out this way with uh, Kenny Pickett. Matt, um, Chabisky, Mitch Chabisky came in, already handing him off a, a, a touchdown, right? So that's my start of the week for um, tight end. Going six, 
Dak Prescott, okay? I know CBA is probably feeling some type of way because I'm hating on his Cowboys. But this no man, comment. <laughs> but this man just ain't it, right? Like 248, one touchdown, two interceptions. This man couldn't find a receiver if he, if he tried. He was thrown into double, triple coverage. He was lofting the ball, fumbles. Uh, for me, going against the Jaguars, defense is going up. He has no – I will defend him on that. He has no fumbles no, for the year. No, no. That – you didn't the, – the, the fumble he had yesterday? You remember that? Wait. Interception? He had two interceptions. No, he should, they didn't mark him as a fumble yesterday? They did. No? This, this says no. Well, they got stack correction. Continue, oh, stack, but I will stack verify. Come, stack correction comes on Tuesday, so we'll, we'll see you on that one. <laughs> Everybody knows what I'm talking about. His hand, he got tipped. It was in the third quarter. His, uh, his hand um, did come forward, came out of his hand, a little spinning down. Um, they did get the ball, though. They did recover the ball, um, the, the um, Cowboys, but it was in closer to the, um, the end zone. See, maybe you know exactly what I'm talking about, but I, I regress. I regress. Um, so yeah, Dak Prescott been for me mediocre going against the Jaguars with a great defense coming up, hungry team that's you know trying to push for the playoffs. So they're gonna play a little bit better, uh, a little more juice in their in, in their in their tank. So uh, if you're looking to to start him, he hasn't been playing well anyway for the past three weeks, 16, 19, 14 uh, uh, for his points. Definitely sit, find someone else. Maybe um, uh, Russell Wilson, maybe uh, Deshaun Watson. Just trying to get to, like lightly in the bottle here. Um, Nigel Harris, this you just got you just got to sit this guy because he had one great game, had one good stiff arm three weeks ago, and he's been mediocre since. Right, like I don't know what's going on with him. It's maybe the sophomore slump or whatever it may be. But he just ain't it for the Steelers this year. The Steelers ain't running the ball that well. Maybe the offensive line, but he, he can't start. You're looking for high points to win your game week in and week out for these playoffs. Mike Evans, we just talked about it. I don't know who Mike Evans is because he hasn't been playing like Mike Evans of old, right? Like we just talked about, is it Tom Brady? Is it Todd Bowles? Some will say, hey, Todd Bowles. <laughs> Some would say it's the same offensive coordinator that they had last year when Mike Evans went off. So, that being said, he's playing a, a great defense in Cincinnati uh, next week. Definitely look to, to switch him out for someone else uh, because if they can't score against, if he can't score against Cleveland and New Orleans, he ain't scoring against Cincinnati. Okay? Um, hasn't had uh, over 10 points in his past six games. It's just time, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's tough to do. You know, he's averaging 10.4 points a season. It's just it's tough to say, but you just got to sit him this week. And then come to the tight ends. This guy's giving zero points for the past two weeks. The offense has been really that bad. It's the unseasoned, greedy man, Mike Kosicki, whatever his name is. He, uh, it, it's tough because he was popping off when two was popping off, and then all of a sudden it's been donuts, 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 and more donuts. So for me, that's uh, my sits and starts every week. All right. Let's get into my, my starts for next week. We got Mac Jones going up against the suspect La, uh, Vegas um, defense. Um, look for him to be able to get a good uh, chunk of yards, maybe a couple touchdowns. Um, but obviously, he's playing tonight, so also make sure that he had a good week and he's not injured. J.K. Dobbins, running back start of the week. He does not have Lamar likely this week. Um, doesn't matter who's in the quarterback as long as it's not Lamar. He's going to get his number called. He had a good game last week. He had 16 points, 18 points, depending on the league you were in. Uh, they're going against the Cleveland defense. Again, very susceptible to the run. My start of the week for wide receiver, Terry McLaren. He's going up against the Giants. We saw what he did two weeks ago against the Giants. He put up 20 points, 20-plus points, depending on your league. He had a week rest. Hopefully, they've been coming up with uh, offensive plays to go against the Giants and even take more advantage on those uh, depleted New York Giants. 
And um, even though New York was a top 10 uh, pass defense against the wide receivers, he was able to put up 20 points two weeks ago. So I expect him to be able to do that again unless something changes um, during the week. But we don't expect anything there. Tight ends. We got Dallas, Dallas Goder coming back. If he's healthy, if he's in the lineup, put him in yours. Get him off the waiver wire. I doubt he's on the waiver wire, but get him in your lineup. Get him off your bench. Don't forget about your tight end in that situation. He's been gone for a few weeks, but we saw what he was able to do against Houston last month. He hung 20 points on them. Um, they're going up against uh, Washington. Uh, it's a normally a tough uh, net Washington. They're going up against a defense, which is a little bit tougher in tight ends, but he doesn't really respond to that. Um, he's one of those tight ends similar to Mark Andrews, typically Mark Andrews. And Kelsey, who normally is a start no matter what. Um, so get him in your lineup. My sit for this week, Geno Smith, going against the 49ers. Geno Smith, the, he's been a breath of fresh air for a lot of people. People need to remember what he's done already this season against the 49ers. Put up five points in week two. And it's not as if he didn't have a great week one and a good week three. So the 49ers were able to stifle him in week two. And I expect, especially if Ken Walker is not exactly healthy and coming back, he's still going to have issues where they're going to need him to throw a lot more. And we saw what the, the 49ers were able to do against Brady and Tua the last two weeks. So Geno Smith is a sit for next week. Hopefully you have somebody to put in there. I might be stuck putting the Deshaun Watson in. We'll see what ends up happening. Um, sit for me for running back, like I said earlier. Please check Saquon Barkley's uh, injury status. He doesn't look good if he's missing the good chunks of practice. If he's looking like a game day decision, don't play him against Washington's defense. You may still be, uh, you may be in for a rude awakening. We know what he did two weeks ago against Washington. The difference there is McLaren's got a week of rest. Saquon doesn't. Saquon was hurt this past weekend, didn't play well. Now he's got to play again against a little bit tougher of a defense. Um, expect that to be a limiting factor. And if he's injured, that's even further limited. Um, wide receiver, Adam Thielen. He had a great game, but don't let that confuse you. Do not put him in. He had a good game against De uh, the Detroit Lions, but he's going up against Indy. who Somehow, miraculously, he's number one against wide receivers in fantasy. But typically, probably because there's all we need is a quarterback, baby. <laughs> yeah, probably because most teams are just trying to run out the clock against these guys. So maybe, maybe, maybe don't put in Thielen. Don't get hyped up over what he just put up this past don't week. Get to baby. Remember, it was Detroit. It was Detroit they were playing. And also, another sit for me is Evan Ingram. He had a great game, but it was against a bad defense. Now he's facing Dallas. I don't expect him to be able to continue that against Dallas. Um, We'll see. We'll see if uh, if Peterson and Lawrence were able to unlock something with Evan Ingram, but I'm not going to bet my playoff hopes on that. And that's that's it for me for my sits. Yeah, just breaking news as we as we record this is Monday Night Football. Kyle Murray has been carted off of the Arizona game. So, oh my goodness! Yeah, it, uh, Mike G from NFL Network uh, reported that the way that he went down. Uh, my phone just went out. Uh, it didn't look very good, but the Arizona Cardinals uh, ruling out of ruling, officially ruling out uh, Callum Murray as he got carted off. Oof. Oh boy, the injuries. No contact either. Mm. You know what that means? ACL, uh -oh. MCL, TCL, Achilles. TLC. It could be anything. TLC. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, the TLC brought him down. <laughs> Tend to love and care, <laughs> baby. <laughs> uh, well, that was our show, guys. It's been great. Even the whole outburst from both of you guys. Um, make sure you guys tune in to Roster Up uh, content flowing all around. And make sure you like, subscribe, follow Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Eventually, one day, TikTok. And maybe we'll go back to YouTube as well. And our website, rosterup.com, rosterupmedia.com. Roster Come on, give it, give it. And right, my apologies, my apologies. 
And if this was Legos, you're gonna get it, it right, right? This is this is true. This is very true. <laughs> There's instructions. And... <laughs> Haters. <laughs> and stay tuned for the last couple of weeks, and we'll also do a year, end of the year wrap up where we'll dive into kind of um, different aspects of fantasy and what we learned, what we will take into next year as well. Absolutely. And what we're gonna do as a crazy you know what we should do. Uh, many ahead, people dude. do those fantasy playoff leagues. Maybe we should pick some players that might go off in the playoffs. Ooh, I like that. We could do that. I like that. But it's been real from the Russell. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>